know what's another great game that's not RPG? Ace Combat. Yeah, I remember playing one of the first ones. Uh, the play, you don't, but you don't play the PlayStation One ones. Play Ace Combat Four, Five, and Zero. Mm -hmm. I think the correct order is Ace Combat Zero, Four, and Five. Those are fucking great. Stay away from Shattered Horizon. That thing's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm you quit eating your goddamn stuff. Why would you choose I'm now sorry. to eat at Starburst? No, it's a bad mistake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be mad. Holy shit, you chose now to pop a goddamn Starburst in your mouth. I did. What's wrong with you? I regret nothing. <laughs> you know, the pro if, you were, if you were a radio DJ, the program director would fire your ass right now. Uh, he'd fire me, but not after this. He'd fire, he'd fucking fire your ass for eating a goddamn Starburst on air. You heard about that DJ, uh, this is uh, like a couple years ago, where he, uh, I think it was a jazz station. He was working the night shift or whatever, but he had he had uh, gay porn on his laptop, <laughs> and he li he'd like to watch that during the commercial breaks. Oh, uh, the sound bled through. Somehow he forgot to <laughs> hook it over. So you have the commercials going on, and you just hear moaning and, and gay sex in the background <laughs> throughout all of them. It took him minutes before he caught it. <laughs> Why would he? Who listens to porn? What are you having on mute? No, nobody listens to porn. You you listen to yours on mute is what you're telling me? Yes. Yes, I listen to mine on mute. Only psychopaths do that. <laughs> Th think about how that makes sense. Well you listen to, to you listen to music on mute? Oh, I know what you're saying. You watch the videos on mute. Yes. Man, you are really weird. <laughs> Why is that weird? I don't know. Nobody listens to fucking porn. It's all the same goddamn thing. Here's your pizza. Oh, I don't have any way to pay for it. I can think of a way. What are you watching? Seventies? God, vintage. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, man, the Taboo series. That's a good series right there. Oh God, God. That's perverted. Welcome to the retro retro pornography podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should actually get into the show before we. Uh, End up getting into a subject matter we really don't want to talk about. I I read a book recently called The Man Who Folded Time, a sci-fi book. And he t time travels, right? His uncle gives him a time belt where he can go anywhere he wants. Mm -hmm. So his first goal is to go, you know, into the future, find out lottery stuff and all this. You know, start, just find ways to make get rich quick. And he does that, but then he meets his future self time comes time and back in time to talk him out of doing stuff because it didn't go well. Okay. So he's constantly running into his future self, like a bunch of different versions because they want to change the history because they didn't like what they did. <laughs> right. So he's constantly policing himself, his future selves are. But then out of nowhere, dude, this guy just, he starts hanging out with his future self. So they're like, kind of cover each other's back. So as long as his future self's still alive, that means it's okay. So he's hanging out with a, one that's a couple days ahead of him or something. And then he really starts liking himself. Uh-oh. And then he really, really likes himself. And <laughs> they start, he starts having sex with himself, basically. You know, I proposed this question many, many episodes back. Is it gay or is it just masturbation? Well, they bring up that concept in the book. I, I don't know. I'm thinking it's pretty gay. You know, I think I proposed that question during the portal uh, episode. Because mm -hmm. if you put a portal mouth high and a portal waist high, 
<laughs> <That's> ridic- <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember com- this. It commenced with the sucking. Is it gay or is it just a glorified form of masturbation? Uh, that's 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 a hard one to. <laughs> that's a hard one to argue. I don't know, but I just took a weird pervy vibe for most of the book after that. It, it was starting to sound like a book that I'd want to read until you brought up the gay sex and yeah, it gets it, it gets really bizarre. <laughs> it's like that short story. I am my own grandpa grandfather. Huh. As an actual short story, I am my own grandfather or something, mm-hmm. where somehow, uh, it, this was actually reading for school. What was it? it? It went, he was having a drink with someone, and then something happened, and he got shoved into a time, time machine, and then he ended up going, I can't remember if it was in the future or in the past, and then other shit happened, and he has had sex with, I think with himself somewhere along the line. And then ended up having that somehow produced a child. It was it was extremely bizarre, but it was one of those weird time travel paradox short stories. Yeah, this one wasn't too long, maybe 150 pages, 200 pages. But no, this is this thing was like maybe five pages at most. It definitely gets into the time paradox thing. Then again, that we could have been reading the same thing, and I'm just remembering it differently. Well, this guy, I don't want to give away the story, but this guy yeah, well, basically runs into a female version of himself. Yeah, that's what it is. And he, and they, like, right off the bat, they start hooking up. And she gets pregnant, and... I, I think we're talking about the same, the same story are, yeah. here. I think we are. And it, it what, okay, if anybody's going to read it, uh, stop listening, but uh, he ends up being his uncle. The uncle that gave him the time belt? Yes. That's yeah, so really was, him from yeah. the future. So he gives him the. So the, how does the time belt come into existence? Because it's been passed down. It doesn't. I don't it. remember. I think that was the whole the whole paradox thing. Is that that cycle has to continue, otherwise everything just falls apart. Right, and he actually how how did it happen at first? Because he basically created himself. Yeah. From himself, I don't know. <laughs> I think we did read the same exact the same exact story. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the same thing. Yep, the man who folded time. It was interesting. It was confusing. I don't understand why he had to sleep with himself so much. <laughs> but he was a bit of a loner and narcissist, so I guess that made sense. Yeah, it has to be the same goddamn story we uh, we both read. It has to be. Did you ever read that short story I told you to read the uh, the road less travel or the road not taken or something? It was a science fiction story. I know you read the um, that audiobook version of um, whatever the hell it was. The one where how they explain the beginning of time. Yeah, it was uh, the ultimate question. Yeah, yeah. I know you you did that one. There's yeah. the, another one. I don't know if I did the other one. I'm gonna have to find you that story. You're gonna have to read it. No, there is no such thing as a uh, audio book version because it doesn't exist. That's okay. I like to read. I've already. I'm on my fourth book for the year. You're doing a book a day now. Uh, practically, I did seventy some books last year, so that was what's wrong two, with you? Almost two a week. Almost. What's wrong with me? I love to read, and I got a lot of time on my hands. And now you got now you got the winter up there, the snow, the fireplace going. That's true. You just sit there with a nice glass of cognac. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Family and, Guy picture. And I got the, I got the Ralph Lauren black robe with the matching pants or the matching like pajamas, and uh, sit there in my slippers, uh, 
next to the fireplace with that nice reclining chair. Yeah, I'm gonna sit here next to my fireplace. Just with my a book. sniffer of brandy and. You know, you know, when you say it that way, you make me want to punch you in the face for some reason. Why? I don't know. I don't know Doesn't why. Doesn't that not just sound enjoyable? Me. That sounds like a perfect no, way to relax. When you say sitting in your recliner next to the fireplace with a cognac, for some reason, it some so I have some primal instinct to just punch you in the forehead. I don't know why that is. I don't either. It's some just, some it's good times. Fifty thousand year old evolutionary response to just want to punch you in the face. And in fact, speaking kind of on liquor or whatever i in ohio i was trying to find this bottle of bourbon that's really rare and exclusive and this uh my friend from college turned me on about it a couple years back but i never got around to getting it right and then all of a sudden it's it's apparently gotten even rarer and skyrocketed in price and all this and you can't even find them anywhere and and like Cincinnati or even Kentucky, we went to the Party Source, which is like a giant, a giant super center of liquor. I mean, my cousin compared it to Bevmo, but it's like four or five times the size of, of Bevmo. And uh, they didn't have it; they is. sold out of it days earlier. So now I'm on a list out of the one of the three liquor shops in Oregon that has it, or, or that actually gets it in. They'll email me when they get the next one batch in. And I just want to try it. I'm not here to collect it or anything. There's a um a beer down here in Tampa. Once a, once a year they release it. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's pronounced with an it's spelled with an H, like Hopana or something. Hop now. I don't know. But okay. uh, it's it's literally they only brew so much of it, and uh, I think it's the, to the first 100 people that line up. They uh, they each get a bottle from their from their facility, the distillery. Yeah, it's some some local thing. So they don't sell it to stores or anything. Well, they sell it, but you have to get in line for your one bottle. So people already have like a waiting list going. Yes, or something. Okay, that sounds pretty pretty damn rare. Do you have you had it? No, I have not had it. I'm not a beer man. You don't like you don't like any beers. Well, I do. There there are some beers that I'll. I I don't like bitter beers. I'll say that. Oh, like you don't like, like that fat that fat that fat tire I had up there. And yeah, I didn't like it. Give me a break, fat tire. It's not bitter. I thought uh, it was pretty bitter. I'll show you bitter. Well, that you're in you're in you're in Florida. You you can't even drink anything but like the light stuff. Although I will say this, I think I'm I think it's I've too hot. told this once before. Uh, I'd I'd spend the entire day, the entire fucking day, doing nothing but lawn work. Mowing the lawn, my neighbor came home and she had a cold beer. And she said, hey, "You want a beer?" I said, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Being uh, being friendly, neighborly, accepting the beer, and that so I was the opened best it beer up. you ever had. Right? That was the best beer I had ever had. It was Yingling beer. Yingling I've had it before. Was good. They had it finally in Ohio. It was the and I only think the reason why because I I drank it. I drank it all in one shot. Didn't even stop to to because you were I dehydrated. Just, Yes, I think that's that's why it was the best beer I've ever had. I'd been outside all day. It was hot as hell. It was cold. It was cold beer. Such a good goddamn beer. Yeah, I've had Yelling before. It's kind of like, I think it's better than Budweiser and Coors and all that stuff. But uh, just to buy a little bit. Yeah, it's it's well, an all right one to drink. Well, since InBev now owns Budweiser, Yingling is now America's oldest brewery. Yes, that's what uh, everybody keeps saying. In fact, one of my... Uh, 
uh, aunt and uncle, they, they have a new house and, and their bar, they have one of those giant yingling signs that rotates and lights up right above the keg of yingling. In Ohio? Yep. It's Damn. a pretty nice setup, yeah. It's a nice, nice bar. Side yingling, and then we'll, we'll, because I couldn't find that bourbon, it wasn't that big a deal. We, they have so many beers. Like those big bottle beers, they just have, like, God, just a whole aisle. And they have, like, a gigantic walk-in freezer with, if you want them cold. No. So, so we just, we just got a bunch of different, uh, we like hoppy beers, me and my cousin from California. So we just got a bunch of different ones that we haven't tried before or whatever. Had those. Uh huh. What were you going to say? Nothing. I was, I was, kept tapping my mic by accident. Oh. Yeah. So that was nice. I tried my first triple IPA, which, wow, that is strong. Now I would, uh, now I, there's one guy I know. He's been updating on Facebook his progress of him and his girlfriend brewing their own beer. Oh. And I've always wanted to try it. However, like I said before in a, in a previous show, usually when I want to do something, I want to do it right the first time. So I would probably end up getting the whole $1,300 copper chiller and the. Yeah, you don't want to go, you don't want to cheap out. You want to do No, there's no way in hell I'm going to buy a $50 beer kit. Absolutely fucking not. Because you don't think you can make big good beer with it? I mean, I think you still no, could. It, you probably could, but it just it's just the way I am. If I'm going to do something that's that's a trade skill, I want to do it fucking right the first time professionally. I don't want to do it on the on the stovetop or nothing. It's, that shit's going to be in the copper kettle and the whole nine yards. Right. That's it's just the way I operate. I'm sorry. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna take undertake a hobby, it's gonna so, be done. So right. what's stopping you from doing it? I don't have the money for that. Uh, I don't have I don't have two grand laying around to invest in beer equipment. I think you should just get the cheat kit then and just try it out. I'm not gonna do it that way. It could be delicious beer. It could be delicious beer, but I'm not gonna do it in the fifty dollar beer kit. I have my friend uh he brews his own beer sometimes and he did it a couple years back. Gave me a couple bottles of it. But he like he was super sensitive about it. Like he he liked it, but he didn't like the the <laughs> nose on it. Like he didn't like the smell of it. And uh, he was like over the top with it. Like he wanted not what it, he wanted it turned out the smell. I thought it smelled fine. It smelled like beer. I don't you know I wasn't being and I thought it tasted great. But every time we were drinking it, I say, "Oh man, this is delicious. I wish it didn't smell like shit." <laughs> and he'd be all sensitive. Like, oh, shut up. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's not an expensive thing to do. You're not starting your own facility. You don't need a copper kettle and all that other nonsense. I showed you that other, uh, project I have going on. I already, I've already dumped $600 into that. Jesus. It's, actually, it's going pretty good, too. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, very happy with the results so far. Nice. It all comes to a grand conclusion in about three weeks, though. Oh, then it'll be ready? It'll be ready. So you haven't partaken? No, it's no, it's still uh it's it's still going. Very cool. Yeah, that must be a little bit easier. Although that's In a fact, lot of money. In fact, I got to change I, I got to change um the um the method out that I've been using for the past 4 weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I got to change it to the finishing method uh, tomorrow now. Wow. It's, it's like I a gotta, it's like a child with you. You just go overboard on anything you do. I'm so, I can't. It, it, yeah, like it like the fucking podcast is any indication of how I uh do quality control. Oh, come on. This shit's old hat. We don't even... <laughs> we barely do the... <laughs> show. The fucking... Well, the website's just limping along. Well, when we started it, we were doing it... You know, we were pretty all in. 
Oh, yeah. If I, if I fucking knew how to be a proper web admin, then yeah, this shit would be great. I wouldn't have the fucking live stream with retro RPG shh. It would actually say something. Well. So I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how to fix the font. Nah, it'll be all right. Nobody cares. That shit pissed me off. I literally spent three hours Googling and going through line by line by line all the HTML code on the page. I could not find where to adjust the font. That's not that big a deal. Nobody cares. Come on. You're, you're overanalyzing. It's just a... Uh, no, nobody listens to your show. Yeah, I mean, they listen to it, but they're not overanalyzing. Like, oh, God, the font's bad. Can't read it. Who cares? Yeah. God, for, God forbid we don't put out a quality product for our five listeners. What, are we going to do everything look nice and, and still have this? I like the look of the website, though. It's clean. I it's like it, too. Busy. It's not busy. It's perfect. I've actually toned it down. It used to be sort of a dark gray around the border. Now it's just straight black. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. No. Of course you didn't. Is this what we're going to talk about? This is going to be our opening? Talking about... <laughs> 20 minute we, opening about yeah. just bullshit, bullshitting back. Oh, I think the beer stuff was all good, and but I mean... Maybe we should actually get into the game and talk about chicks for, for for a minute. Yeah, let's get into this game. This is not official. Is this official one? I mean, it's not an RPG. Yeah, we can make it official. Okay, it's an official show, but... Do it live, fuck it. Yeah, this is our little Christmas special, after Christmas special that we did. Yes, this is this was our winter break, winter break project. Yeah, the only games that I played, and I'm glad I had them. You got bored, didn't you? Uh, the beginning part, but it picked up a lot at the end. So actually, it was a I had a great time. And but then yeah, Fusion there was, came along, down. and you were probably just just mind blown the whole time. For what? For Fusion? Yes. Hmm. What does that mean? Hmm. I don't know what you mean by I was mind blown. Well, you said it, it, Metroid Zero Mission was slow, and then it picked up at the end, so I'm assuming... No, I was talking about my Christmas thing. You said, yo, you must have been pretty bored. Oh, okay. I thought you were, ta- I thought you were talking no, about... No, the games the were... Games. I mean, well, I, I got all the information written down on the game. Let's get into this. We're just babbling. Okay, we got to do our intro. Okay. Welcome to Retro RPG Podcast. Back from the winter break. My name's Derek. My name's Don. Yes, of course it is. And we're back. Back on time. I think last time we actually waited until February. To, we to might have. Uh, for those of you going back to the site or who've already been to the site, you probably noticed already a new feature. Uh, the, uh, we now have a Twitch account or a live stream. Uh, we'll probably start live streaming certain podcasts depending on... If shit's working, uh, also um, if I feel like it. Also, whenever Don and I are playing a game together, it will be live streamed. And also, whenever I'm playing, or if Don wants to, also when he's playing a game, uh, then we can also live stream that too. I've already been live streaming each and every time I've been playing uh, Crisis Core. Uh, so um, there you go. I'm not going to provide any type of commentary at all. It's just going to be silence. All you're going to hear is just me playing the game. You're going to hear, obviously, you're going to hear the game noise and music and whatnot. But I'm not going to provide any commentary. If you want, you could chat with me through the through the actual chat itself, mm-hmm. or I might just turn my mic on and start talking to you that, uh, through that way. But other than that, yeah, there's not going to be any commentary. So there you go, something new. Yes, something new. So, so Merry Christmas. Uh, website, RetroRPG.net, if you don't know already by now, after, what is this, are we in our fifth year now? 
I don't remember when we started. I actually want to know now. 2009, I think. I th- I'm going to say fourth or fifth year. I mean, we're getting up there in uh, age. Probably fourth. Oh, yeah, it is 2014, isn't it? Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's probably fourth or fifth. Why does it say off? Oh, I turned the comments off. Anything over, older than, um, what is it, 60 days, then there's no more uh, comments. Yeah, 2009 is when we started, so we're, this is our fifth year. It's crazy. Just and we only have, better. what, 50 shows? And we've only done 50 shows? And our goal was to do, what, one every two weeks? Yes. God, we fail so So, bad. you're talking five, well, let's say, let's say just four years, that's 48 shows, if it's one a month. But we're close to five now, you say? Hmm. Yes. April 2009 is when we, we launched the uh, the podcast. All right, so we're doing one one every month and a half, two months, maybe? I think we're like 1.5 shows per month, somewhere around there. That's not bad. Yeah, I turned off all the comments. Anything older than, I think, 90 days, you cannot comment on anymore because I was just getting tired of the trackback spam. And besides, oh, it, 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 there's no need for anybody to comment on old-ass shows. Anyway, you want to comment, just send me an email, and I'll read your email. That's true. Or write a uh, the next iTunes show. review or whatever, you know. You can do that, too. Speaking of email, i got to check the emails now. December 6th was when the show came out. Okay. You're going to look up emails now? Yes, I'm looking up emails. Cool. Emails. I got I got the... Well, let me go over iTunes reviews while you're doing that. Okay. Because our last show was December 6th. Uh, let's see here. Uh, um, Levi commented on my uh, Cuban sandwich deal. He said he actually had to go get one now. After, after oh, we yeah, you, about the Cuban you sandwich. raved about it. That was like the that's opening for a goddamn good sandwich. Love it. Yeah. It's a well, cheap-ass sandwich. That's good. Yeah, now you got me to... You know, I have to go and try out Jersey Mike's now because you told me about that before yeah, we started. Jersey Mike's is good, too. Uh, contest. I guess we could go across the... Con- go about the contest. Uh, clearly, according to the post, Donald won. So congratulations to Donald. Uh, the prizes were... One copy of Dragon. That was Don's joke uh, game. That game is not a joke. That is seriously a terrible game. Serious business. Yeah. Uh, copy of Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance. Came with a box, the inside sleeve that held the thing, and a map character, gin list. Um, the whole thing was in near mint condition. And I got that for $6 off Amazon. Can you believe that? Which one was this? This is the Golden Sun deal. Yeah, that's a good. It that's... came with when when I opened the mail, because I bought it to originally play for our Golden Sun um, show. So yeah. I thought I was just going to get the cartridge, and then it came in a box. I'm thinking, what the hell is this? So I opened the box up. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me! Do they not know what they just had? Well, Did they I not mean, know that they how much money they lost on this fucking thing? I mean, how much would it have been with everything? Uh, about thirty bucks. About, yeah, about thirty bucks. I'd say. That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, still, I mean, six dollars to thirty dollars. Yeah, they could have made probably double just on the cartridge. Yeah. Uh, copy of Fantasy Star 4 for the fa- Sega, Zen- yeah, Sega Genesis. A good, a good game. That was a good game. I would argue one of, if not the only. <laughs> Every time I bring it up, people get pissed. Sega Genesis game. The only Sega Genesis game you've played. I've played other Sega games. Copy of Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. And a copy of Final Fantasy Tactics. For Shockingly, we have not done any Zelda games, ever. It, it is my secret want to have Robin Williams on for at least one uh, Zelda show. Oh, I remember you were insane at one point. You thought uh, you were going to get a hold of him and he would actually do it. No, I never thought I would actually get a hold of him. 
Although I think that uh, if we ever get to the point to where we can have, we can record directly off of Skype, maybe I will contact his agent and say, hey, hey buddy, you think Robin Williams would be interested in our uh, little shitty show? He'll never even hear it. Like nope. They won't even bring it to him. Nope, they won't. His answer, his, his agent will look at it and say, nope, trash it. Yeah, do you want to do this thing for free? All right, you done with emails? Uh, no. Damn it. Uh, there is a comment that's been posted. Uh, you got to read every single comment. Come on. Yeah, it came unless in as an email, so it's a fucking email. Oh, well, it, unless it's good, we don't have to go over every little. Burr, burr. Uh, I, 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 this is my first time reading it, so I need to. So I, I don't even know what it says. Ugh, reviewers need some work. They went into this thing totally criticizing it as if they wanted to hate the game. I think they're talking about us. The worst part is how neither one of them seemed like they played the thing for more than a few hours, and to the dude who needed to grind for multiple hours at Sin-Gui, hmm. huh? It's, it's literally Sin-G-U-I. Really, man, the game has many things that can be criticized for, such as dialogue, but plenty of good things to say as well. Final Fantasy, do n- Final Fantasy VII graphics do not hold up better than Final Fantasy X. Give me a break. I don't think we said that at all. No, of course not. It's a newer... Yeah. Every next Final Fantasy gets better and better graphically. Yes. It's neither the worst nor the best game, and to pretend that it's thought of as a bad game by most people is just wrong. Let's look at the major reviews of Final Fantasy X. Metacritic score, 92. User review, user score, 87. Final Fantasy X2, Metacritic score, 85. User score, 74. Why didn't Square go bankrupt? Um, because it's people like the game. If it's, if it's certainly the beginning of the shift towards the new school of Final Fantasy, for better or worse, but it still deserves to be judged on its own merits, not Final Fantasy VI or whatever. More critical and ob- objective insight, less lazy complaints, and homophobic slurs, please. I think that was directed at us. <laughs> I want to say something. <laughs> Do it. Oh, no. I want you to say it. Uh, uh. Be a dick. <laughs> it's just, just going to be mean, but that doesn't. Be a dick. Uh, so, a what was dick. this? What was this on? Uh, it was the Final Fantasy X Part One show. Well, first off, he lists the Metacritic scores. I don't give a dick what other people think of the game. I never. This think- is this is this is Don and I show. So therefore, it is our opinions. And if you don't like it, don't fucking listen. No, no, no. I, I just don't understand how he, I don't think we ever argued that the game didn't do well. It's one of, I thought we brought up it was one of the most successful. Yes. Final Fantasy games. We just don't understand it. It got great ratings. It looked like everybody loved it. I don't get it because I think it's terrible. Yes. He's mad because our opinion doesn't match his. Stop liking what I don't like. That's literally <laughs> the argument there. Uh. Stop not liking what I like. That, that's literally his argument. He wants to pick a if he wants to pick a fight, he's gonna pick a fight. How are you gonna pick a fight with a show host? The show host is never wrong. Have you, do you even listen to radio? I I don't know. I, I can't argue the fact that it was a successful game. I just think it's a it's not a good one, yeah. and it's shocking that Ten Two got decent scores on whatever meta thing is. Mass Effect Three was a successful game. I think it was total shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll never. I guarantee you, I'll never play that game again. We really need to play that game. No, what? No, not Mass Effect Three. I'm talking about Mass Effect Ten. 
Oh, or okay. Final Fantasy Ten Two. I don't want to ever do it for the show. That's the one RPG I'd, I'd rather us not ever try to partake in. Well, we're not doing it. I'd rather play Dragon before Final <laughs> Fantasy Ten Two. We'll play Mass Effect Three before we ever play Final Fantasy Ten Two. Okay, good. Okay, are you done with emails? We don't have to spend the entire show on this. Yes, yes, we do need. I, I, yes, all right, that's it. So, all. were there any reviews? Yeah, I, I got one, and it's a pretty good one. I like this one. This is okay. funny. Uh, okay, uh, this is recent. Uh, this is a sweet podcast. I didn't like it at first because the guys were kind of annoying. You have the aggressive guy and the passive guy. I guess on the aggressive. Well, guy. obviously, and the aggressive guy picks on the more passive guy. <laughs> but I think you finally grew a pair in later podcasts. But I like the way. I don't. I don't see a difference who, who, on anything. But who I'll, grew a pair? I guess the me, the passive guy. Oh, okay. But I don't think we pick on each other. This is just the way we communicate. I, okay, well, but anyway, this is this is what happens when when people have known each other for fifteen, sixteen years. That's what happens. Yeah, we pick on each other. Shit, I picked him. Hey, uh, shut, we shut picked the on fuck him. up! I'm trying to talk. All right, fine. About fuck, this. read the thing. I'm gonna get all. I'm gonna get more aggressive just because of this guy's comment. <laughs> you shut the fuck up and let me talk. All I'm right. gonna grow a bigger pair. <laughs> but I like the way they go through the games in detail and talk about what they liked and most interesting what they didn't like. These guys Wait, what was that are growing like most interestingly. <laughs> are you drunk? Go ahead. No, I'm not drunk. Would you sh- shut? <sighs> Uh, these guys will grow on you like cancer, and you will be addicted to their quirky, comical style. Why do we gotta be cancer? I don't I like know. being cancer. It's like he doesn't want to have us, but he can't stop know. listening. <laughs> it's like saying these guys will grow on you like herpes. <laughs> it's not like, like, oh, gross. That's not a compliment so much. Th- th- thanks? I grew a pair, apparently. Somebody grew a pair. Well, I, come on. I, I think I'm more laid back in the show, and you're more screaming and losing your mind Damn. on the most random stuff. I am. I can't help it. I'm cool, calm, and collected. Don's the cool guy. Looks like Don. Kick-ass job. Nice house. You're See, that's me, why I'm mad at you. You're making me blush. <laughs> Is that it? Just the one review? Yeah, that was it. All right. God damn, I gotta fucking close. I'm, I'm on ESPN reading sports news and I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, can we focus, please? We didn't even mention it. what game we're reviewing right now. Obviously, we're doing Metroid. We we teased it at the end of our show last year. We also posted on our website what we're playing. Uh, we're doing both Zero Mission and Fusion. For the Game Boy Advance. For the Game Boy Advance. I told Don he needed to buy these. Which I give him something really to do didn't the want holidays. to. And I was thinking, I'm not going to play any games while I'm in Ohio. So I was like, I don't really want to get involved in all this. I told you so. I, 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 I take it all back. It was, uh, I told you so. Yeah. Because you were raving about it. It's such a fucking good game. Mm-hmm. F- I think Fusion's the better of the two. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, because it, it came later, obviously, and it was, uh, yeah, it told you where to go, it gave you more information, and, yeah. It, it was more story-driven. Yes, I would agree. Zero Mission really didn't have much of a story. Which one do you want to do first, Zero Mission? Well, Zero Mission, because it's the first one. Okay. Zero Mission is essentially a remake of the NES version, uh, which which also had a NES Classics version uh, remake for the Game Boy Advance, so... The first Metroid has been remade, to my knowledge, three times. You have, or has been made three times. You have the NES version, you have the Game Boy Advance NES Classics version, and now you have Zero Mission. And Zero Mission just basically adds on a lot more stuff, right? So it's a yeah. Zero game. Mission adds on the uh, the mothership and the Chozo ruins, which is when you're walking around with no mask or anything. Yes, when you're in your Zero suit, the sexy suit. Yeah, because I think. The, the only thing I knew about the original was that at the end you find out that you've been playing a chick the entire time. Isn't that like the big reveal? She takes off her helmet and you're like, oh. No, the, the, if you die, the suit explodes and it reveals the uh, the chick. I'm talking it about the original Samus. original. Uh, like, no, I think in the original original you just exploded in the four dots. That's what I'm saying. You only find out that you're playing a girl. At the end of the variant. NES version, yes. And that was a big deal, because there was no girl characters hardly at all. Right. Especially for this genre. Yes. Now, I've thought about, briefly, of having um, um, my next motorcycle helmet, having it painted as a uh, Metroid helmet. Oh, God, what a... The, the problem being is Samus is a woman, and it would not be appropriate for me to be riding around Tampa with a Metroid <laughs> helmet. The big ogre-looking dude on a motorcycle. With yeah, me. you don't you, you don't look feminine at all. No. So it'd be it'd be it'd be kind of confusing. Let's see if I can't find a, uh, a helmet. There's an actual uh, uh, store that does um, helmets like that. Oh yeah, here it is. That's got to be expensive as well. It's like it's like five hundred bucks. Those goddamn helmets. Yeah, that's crazy. And the amount that of you falling off your bike, you're gonna scrape that up in no time. Yeah, that's a problem, too. You do fall off the bike, and, well, fuck. You got problems. If it was anybody else, I'd say go for it, but you you, uh, you fall off, like, once a week. Why do I gotta fall off all the time? In fact, I think that's the only way you know how to park it. <laughs> you just throw it off and just roll off and I break your laptop. I just roll to a dead stop and just wait for the bike to tip over. Yeah, so you can break your laptop and everything else. I can't find the Metroid helmet, but I'm pretty sure they'd be able to do it. You were actually considering it? Not the Metroid helmet, but having one of these other helmets. Uh, I gotta admit, they look pretty damn cool. Yes. Is that a Boba Fett helmet? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the Boba Fett. The Boba Fett's probably probably be my next choice. Yeah, that's that's pricey, but damn. So well, they well, supply well, the helmet and everything. You don't have to give them a helmet. No, they they provide the helmet and everything. Okay, so you gotta get the helmet from them, get the right size and everything. And what and goes over the visor is a mesh. So, so that's, you can see through it like no problem, right? So that's why that's why they can still paint on it, but you'll uh, you'll be able to see through it. I, I think they look really cool. Ooh, I want to be the Green Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Power Ranger ones. Those are done really, really nicely. However, I'm not 13 anymore. Yeah, that would have been cool back then. I used to watch that shit. Yeah, if all I was in the, the dirt time. bikes and whatnot at 13, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking through. You know, these are these are pretty damn cool. Since we're talking about it, I'll link it in the, the show notes. Yeah, sure. Let's give them some free advertisement for no reason. Yeah, why not? 
We're not making any money off of this anyways. <laughs> Haven't made any goddamn money off this. Yeah, I don't know which one would be, like, which one would you get out of those? It'll probably be the Boba Fett one. Yeah, that one's it. You're a big Star Wars fan, so yeah. Oh, hey, there you go. Here, here, here. And it already looks beat up, so you got that okay if you fall on it. <laughs> there, there's the Metroid one. It's the second row. Hmm. Yep, yep. See, that one looks, that one would be hard for people to even know. You'd have to be a big fan of Metroid to even tell. Yeah. But, isn't it the wrong color also? It's, it's too red. It needs to be more orange. Yeah, I think the Bubba Fett one, you'd get more comments about them. Because everybody knows Star Wars and they would recognize that immediately. Yes. The Metroid one wouldn't really. The Sonic one looks stupid. Yes. It just looks dumb. The Iron Man ones look good too. Yeah, that's a really good one. Can we get back into the game? Yeah, I guess. Oh, we were talking about the uh, it being a woman. Yeah, yes. that's all I heard about it before. I never played the game before this. So you knew of the game, but you correct? Never played, it. never played it. Okay, well now that you played it, what do you think? I uh, I was really impressed. Like for how short the game is, it's like what three four hours first play time to play yes. through. I was. It seemed like it was a lot longer. I didn't sit down and play through it all at once. It would just <laughs> do 20, 30 minute, you know, I'd jump in and complete a section or whatever. And I, I was surprised at how, how much I liked it, how much there was to do finding different hidden areas. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, I, f- I thought I found a ton of them. And then nope. I, no, not even close at the end. I was about 43%. 40, I think I was 48%. Yeah, let me, all, the, all the goodies. Let me look this up. I got it written down, but uh 4-0 mission. I beat the game in 4 hours and 10 minutes and collecting items, I was 54% completed. And I'm like, wow, I just got half of what was out there. I must have missed like <laughs> I thought I was shooting and bombing everything. And the thing is what confuses me is you get the super missiles. Now, unless I'm I did it wrong, but you don't get the super missiles until you go to the mothership. From what I understand. However, during the, um, during the regular playthrough, the non-mothership area, there are green doors. And green doors require super missiles. So you, you can't go back? I Is there a way to go think back? That you can. I wonder if there's a glitch where you can't get 100%. Oh, like Grand Theft Auto, if you accidentally do a cheat, you're stuck at 99%. That wasn't the reason. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. You can be stuck at 99% because one of those jumps that you do where you have to land it and it gives you credit, if you land it and you fall off the bike, it'll say <laughs> you did the jump, but it won't give you credit. <laughs> and you won't know. So it'll be like, what? That? So no matter how many times you do that jump again, you won't be, you can land them perfectly. It won't ever try to give you credit because it already thought it, it already thought it was done. You'd be so mad. I was, because this is back at, this was back in the day, and I did everything. I saw, I looked in that list, it tells you everything that, you know, uh, gives you all the stats, and it said you have 29 of 30 jumps completed. I'm like, I missed a jump? Okay. So I, I looked online, I found where every single jump was on a map, and I went to each one, I did every single jump a couple times, and it's still, I was like, what's wrong with this? So then I typed in, you know, 100% glitch or whatever, and I found out that's one of the, one of the issues. You broke the game. I was Only so, you. I was so pissed. I'm, other people did, because obviously it's out there. Uh, it was online about it. And I think I was mad. I, I went back and created a new game and played like up to 40-some percent before I just said, ah, screw it. I'm not going to do the 100% <laughs> thing. It's too mad. You're mad, bro. 
Yeah, a little. A little butt hurt? Uh, definitely. So you didn't use the walkthrough at all for, for either of the Metroids? No. Okay, so I did... What did I open up? I did sometimes open up... Uh, I googled, like, just an, uh, a boss if I was had a better strategy. Not so much on Zero Mission. Zero Mission, I think, was a lot easier than Fusion. I think the boss fights on Fusion were... Some of them were pretty rough. Yes, yeah, some of them were. And we'll get into Fusion in a little bit. Yeah, but Zero Mission... Yeah, I, I basically, it told you where to go and what to do. It wasn't like you were totally lost on where to what what area to go to. No, zero mission, I'd say, was the easier one to navigate. Fusion was a little more difficult. I did have to open up a walkthrough for zero mission or uh, for fusion. I mean, you told me because you couldn't find where to go next, and uh, luckily because After of that, thirty minutes, I got fed up. Yeah, because of that, you're, I I got to your area. I know because I got <laughs> stuck, and I'm like, where do I go now? And I know you told me about the area, so I started shooting around everywhere and and found it really quickly. Yeah, it was a, it was a wall. We'll, we'll we'll cover that. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, and sometimes you'll be going and you'll go into a room <coughs> and you can't go back. Like it'll be locked. And I yes. always think that I, I I anytime I'm getting kind of stuck where I'm like oh I, it seems like all the time it's trying to like confuse you like where you're like oh I I'm stuck again and it lets you work it out. Almost to the point of frustration, just before you get frustrated, where you actually feel like you accomplished something. Yes. So then you, that actually is a good feeling. So you're like, okay, I like that, that they're actually, you know, making it not just an easy way to pile through it. You actually have to think. Yeah, it, it doesn't frustrate you to the point where when you finally do, you're like, oh, God dang, thank God, where you're even more frustrated. Than yeah, you're not. So yeah, it actually feel. oh, okay, you actually accomplished something. So I think they had the perfect balance there on both Metroid games. Yes. And I was stunned at how much I enjoyed the games for how short they were. And, you know, especially like on Zero Mission where you lose all your weapons and now you have to run away from these enemies that are chasing you. You can only stun them. Yes. At actually, the very beginning. I did a lot better uh, this time uh, with the Zero Suit than I did my first playthrough. My first playthrough, I was triggering all the alarms and just getting chased after the whole time. Yeah, I did that sometimes, and that'd be frustration because they could kill you. So I'd have to play more slowly to get past the alarms and avoid uh, getting caught. I want to talk about the the two bosses on 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 Planet Zebes. You have Kraid. With the big green thing. Now, how much trouble did you have with him? I'm going to have to look up a picture. You're going to have to show me something. Uh, Very good visually with memory. Who's the first boss you fight? The big the big one. Again, you're, you're talking about... Uh, hang on, whole, damn it. I have a thing. Oh, my God. Okay, opening Mr. up. Passive. That's not... Is that the boss? Yeah, that's the boss. Oh, yeah, I think it was gigantic. Did you have a hard time with him? I did not. Okay. Uh, although the two bosses, once you beat the two bosses, um, there's that um, the two heads that open up toward the top of the map. Uh huh. I don't remember if you. I don't know if you remember that. Not quite, but okay. You would defeat the boss, and then it would show a a, f- a head of an, a monster, and little lights would pop up. Come on, damn it! I think I defeated this guy by going down to where his feet were. Yeah, you had to shoot missiles into his mouth. Oh, That's okay, all I so did was just spam missiles. Yeah, luckily is if you keep getting enough uh, missiles or finding more of those extra ones to boost your storage, you can you can just launch missiles like crazy fast. Yes. Yeah, there was nothing really to talk about him. He was easy. 
trying to remember our hard boss in Zero Mission. could have been hard for me. However, <laughs> something happened. Could look up the bosses and see what. Yeah, you better look up Ridley. <clears throat> I got a picture of Ridley. Maybe I don't. Giant flying thing. Giant flying thing? That's not flying? I don't know. Why yeah, it is flying. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. The big flying just, pterodactyl? Yeah, I'm seeing it. How do you not remember that? You had to fight it twice. Huh. I vaguely remember the mecha version. Well, we're not talking about the mecha version. Alright, so what's... God, no, I really can't remember anything except Fusion, and Fusion was the uh, one I played last. Why'd you have trouble with this one? I didn't have trouble. No. Oh. The thing is, on that picture I showed you, mm -hmm. what happened was Ridley... Now, see, he's got super missiles, so I missed the super missile somehow. There must be a place to pick something up. I, must I be one of the so. extras. Apparently, I missed the super missiles, and I didn't get them until the mothership. I don't yeah. see how I could have missed the super missiles. Yeah, I think, I, I think that was the same for me. Anyway, uh, no, so would Ridley would grab you sometimes, and you're supposed to shake shake back and forth to get out of there. Oh, yeah. God. What happened was I was grabbed near a wall, and then Ridley flew up with me, and that picture I showed you, mm -hmm. I ended up stuck in the wall right above the door. How weird. I was literally off the screen in the wall. However, my, <laughs> my gun stuck out of the wall just enough to where I could shoot missiles out. So you were able to kill him that way. He couldn't get yes. to you. What happened was Ridley basically started humping the wall and not doing anything, so I just spammed missiles until it died. Is this a known issue? I don't know. It's you never are, happened you were, to me before. You were able to walk out of the wall, though? I had to do some weird jumping, because that was my concern. I'm thinking, I first noticed that I'm like, I'm in the wall. Fuck, now i got to start over. Well, well, wait, I can still shoot. I will let me kill the boss. So as I'm shooting the boss, I'm thinking, well, what if I'm stuck in here forever? Now I gotta have to restart the game. Yeah. So I said, well, let me defeat the boss and I'll figure it out afterwards. So I defeat the boss and I start wiggling out and then I managed to just kind of jump, hop out of the wall. It, it took about three jumps to get out, but I managed to jump out of the wall and that's, that was it. Well, that's an easy way to kill him. Yeah, it was, it, it was amusing. To say, to say the least. Were you struggling beforehand, or was that the first time you played against him? No, that was, uh, that was, that'd be the second time, because this was, this is my second playthrough of Zero Mission. Oh, okay. So, but, but no, I did not, uh, struggle with, with Ridley. Mecha Ridley, yeah, same thing, it was piece of cake. Yeah, none of the bosses were too bad. I thought the brain was a pain, because I, there's, oh, there's so yeah, much crap coming at you. I forgot about that. And you I can't, you can't brain. stop, you can't stop killing all the stuff that's attacking you, you can't stop it. So you have to ignore it and dodge around it and jump on these platforms to avoid the lava while you're trying to shoot through the glass and then shoot the brain. So 
here's what I did. When I first, the first time I went up against Mother Brain, I was not paying attention. Now, now keep in mind, I don't That's have a super shock. missiles. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't have super missiles. Well, I have regular missiles. So the first time I wasn't paying attention, I only had about 50 missiles on me, regular missiles. So instantly about 10 missiles are used to break the glass. But before then, you have to use about 30 missiles to break through all the barriers. All the force fields. Yeah, because that whole room is crawling with stuff shooting at you as you have to try to run, dodge, jump on platforms, dodge the lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I used regular missiles for that, I think. So then what happened was, obviously, I had about 10 missiles left. I, did, I didn't know I had 10 missiles left, but um, I shot the brain eye a couple times, ran out of missiles. I'm thinking, well, why am I out of missiles? So then I'm thinking, I panic, thinking, well, how the fuck do I get more missiles? So I start blowing up the, uh, the little donuts flying around and figure, oh, okay, that's how I get the missiles. Well, I don't have health for this. No. So I, it literally turned into a battle of attrition for the next five minutes. Yes, the, it, it lasted five minutes before I finally died. I don't know how you survive for five minutes with all the crap that's being shot <laughs> well, at you. I mean, it's it's launching a big beam at you with its eye opening, and you have well, to hit the, it with the eye open, don't you? Yes. The, the beam wasn't an issue, because what I did, I just did the screw attack space jump into the top right corner the whole time. Nothing nothing can hit you while you're screw, screw jumping, right? Right. So I just stayed up in the top right corner, and when a donut was about to come flying towards me, I would just screw attack into it and get the missile. Obviously, nice. I died. So then the next time, all I did was um, the room before all the guns and the, the flying donuts. The, the room before, all I would do is just kill the Metroids and the uh, the, the little alien dudes for mi- for missiles. Loaded up on all the missiles, s- went back, saved. And then went to go fight Mother Brain, and then I, then that, that was, that was easy. I kept falling in the damn lava because the fucking bullets kept knocking me back. I was terrible with the lava. I, I, I had to do that Mother Brain thing a couple times over because it was just frustrating. I was getting knocked around all over hell. Yeah, I kept getting knocked in the lava. It was, it was not. That might have been the toughest boss of the game. Yeah, I'd say it was. Th- now imagine that, but trying to play it on regular Nintendo difficulty. Was it a lot harder on the Nintendo? Oh version? my god! Oh my every, god! Every Nintendo game always had to be harder. Oh yeah. Now the Ridley fight on the regular Nintendo. I'll give you a a picture. This ledge right here next to Ridley. See, Ridley never leaves that ledge, so you could stay on the square right next to that ledge. Oh Jesus! This is what the original looked like. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh my god. But you could stay right next to that ledge, essentially right next to Ridley, and never get hit. Whenever Ridley was going to do the fireball attack, you just duck into a ball, because the fire would hit the three squares after you. It wouldn't hit the square immediately right in front of Ridley. So it can't come any closer to you? No, it would never leave that little platform there. So it turns out to be the easiest boss ever. Yes. Now, in the Game Boy Advance version, the classic version, they fixed it to where the, uh, the, the fire hits that invulnerable spot now. So now there's nowhere to hide. You have to actually work for it. Yes. Wow, that one looks like a completely different game just because the graphics. (laughs) It's so terrible. I'm going to have to look up just an original Metroid and see how how people did it back in the day. You're just getting all into this Metroid game. I really got into them. I wished I had more to play after I beat them. Oh, here's a boss I forgot about. Hmm. The um the plant boss. 
Wait, that was on this one? Yeah. I thought it was on Fusion. Let me look. No, 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 it was the plant boss. Ah, uh, this one, this one. Because all those goddamn spores fly around. Plus, you got the thing moving back and forth that you had to freeze and use as a platform. Yeah. Ugh. Now I thought I had to. I would have to fight it again at some point because it's just a little cocoon thing that falls to the ground. I thought I was gonna have to fight it again. Apparently not. Now it seemed. Uh, I hated this boss. Now I remember. You had to freeze that thing, jump up on it. Yes. To hit it with missiles. God, it was such a pain just to kill, get those veins, and you got to do it on both sides. Yes. And it's constantly launching this stupid, I don't know what it is, spread pollen. of green oh, pollen. So you have to hang out at the bottom, and like a like an ass ball just rolling around, waiting to, for that stupid, I guess, like <laughs> flying like flying turtle. I don't That's the only way I could describe that thing. And sometimes I'd freeze it, but it would be too far up, and I couldn't get to it. And I'm like, ah! Oh, uh, there's another thing. Uh, the uh, When you get the screw attack, the space jump and the screw attack... Mm. I found an issue. It, it was more of an annoyance than than anything, but there were times where I needed to freeze those little flying turtles to to step on them and use them as a jump into something else. No, it was to get the screw attack before the space jump, and so I would get so I would freeze the turtle thing, and then I go to jump, but I would screw attack instead, and therefore destroy the turtle, and therefore destroy my platform. I don't know if you ran into that problem. No, not at all. Now, this isn't on that boss I'm, I'm talking about. Okay, just, it was on a later just, boss? No, this is just regular traversing throughout the levels. Once you get the screw attack, yeah, it's hard to not destroy everything <laughs> that you're trying to... <laughs> just become a ball and of death. Was, did this one have the where you screw attack and you can keep hitting the A button and keep jumping it higher up in the air? That was fusion, wasn't it? It was fusion. I don't know if this one had it. I don't think this one had it. I can't remember. Okay, we'll wait for fusion on that one, but yeah. Now, Zero Mission, I beat just right at work. I started it at work and finished it the same shift. How many hours were you? I was 410. 250-something. 253, I think. Wow, you, you, you hauled through it. And my rate for collecting items is only 48%, somewhere around there. Shit, I was only 53 or 50, whatever I said. I still don't know how I managed to get through the game without any super missiles. You sure you didn't have them? I think I might I had them in had the mothership. Them. With the, after I got my suit back, but during regular play, during the regular maps, I didn't have it, and that kind of pisses me off. I can't remember where I got it, but I think I actually had it, too. Oh, I remember that giant caterpillar following me throughout the game. I actually thought that would be the end guy. It was just going to be annoying you the entire game, because you had to fight <laughs> it multiple times, right? <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. You just go and shoot it in its eye, and then run as it does its thing. I forget how I how I dealt with that thing. I know you have to shoot it, and make it go backwards, and you had to do. Oh, that's right! You had to drop bombs, and then it would chase after you, and then the bomb would explode on its belly, and that's how you defeated it. I don't oh, think you had that. to drop bombs. Oh, I dropped. Kill bombs. it. I think I had to fight it the old-fashioned way, shooting at its eye. There was no eye. It didn't have an eye. Well, whatever. It opens. Yeah, it did. Well, maybe I was doing it wrong. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking right at it. Giant centipede has an eye. Well, Staring give me the right fucking link. No. I'm going to go ahead and copy that into you. It's an eyeball. Oh, that thing. Yeah, that, that wasn't too hard. That's what I'm talking about. You were talking about something else. No, yeah, I was talking about the, the big old slug thing that was blocking your path. Oh, yeah, the acid worm. That's what it was called, acid worm? Or mui. Where are you looking up these names? Oh, sorry, uh, let me give you the link. I'm looking at all the bosses. 
which probably would be more helpful for you if you had the same thing. There you go. Damn, that was a boss. Hey, here's uh, here's Crade, that big green dinosaur-looking thing. You're going to yeah. shit your pants when you see this. That's what the original I... one. Jesus, it's the same <laughs> height as you. I know. <laughs> God, Metro... I, you know, I almost thought about getting uh, the Metroid Classic version on Game Boy Advance. Have you ever played that? Yes, that's what I've been talking about. In fact, that was a that was a, a prize for a contest. Oh, okay, the classic version. Yes. Yeah, I don't. No, I'm talking about the the slug, the the larva caterpillar thingy. I sent you the link. Look at the boss link. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at. I'm, and oh, okay. I'm talking to you about the Kiru Giru, whatever the hell that thing is. Oh, we already went over that. Where you had to you had to you had to step on the ice thing. You yeah, have to but, ice then, that but turtle. then in order to get through the tunnel, oh my God, right above it. There's a tunnel above it. It, it falls through the floor, and you got to no, go underneath. No, the boss right above it. Oh, that thing. The, oh, it's, it's blocking <sighs> your. Again, don't re- uh, don't remember that boss. Of course you don't. I don't no. remember the wasp. Why don't I remember this? Oh, okay. Oh, that's why I didn't see it. Keep in mind that this boss is optional. All the ah, protects is a super missile. That's where I think I got my super missile. <laughs> I did not go here. I missed this part, and therefore I missed the super missile. There's just so much, ex- so much exploring to do. I know. Yeah, super missiles definitely help out. Oh, I can imagine they just destroy bosses. It probably would have made my life with Mother Brand a lot easier. Yeah, I'm looking at a game through play, a Game Boy Advance playthrough of the Metroid Classic. And I don't know if it'd be as entertaining. Uh, you shoot, and you can't even shoot that far. Like, well, you know, you get the long beam later. Oh, okay. God, is this old graphics? Stop hating. Oh, I mean, at the time it was probably you know everybody was in love with it. But Mecha, yeah, we already covered Mecha Wrigley. What about the battle with yourself? That was more of a, just a, an annoyance than anything. I didn't find that tough. That was on zero mission. Yes, where you had to fight yourself to get your suit. I thought that was on Fusion. Go back to the boss list. I don't see it on there. I'm not. You never fight yourself. Yes, you do. Where's it at there? I'll, I'll include a it's link. It's right to this. above Mecha Ridley. Right. right below Mother Brain. Okay. So you gotta make me Mister Aggressive now. You see, you just have no uh, right below. Oh, okay. That's why I'm, I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah. This one wasn't bad at all. You had to only fight, shoot at it when. Uh, what was it? It turned into a symbol, I think. Yeah, there's only a specific time where you could actually do damage. But once you figure that out, it's cake. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. You had to fight to get your clothing. Actually, with this boss list, there doesn't seem to be that many of them. No. Now, with that boss fight, it does imply the um, how Samus got her suit. She was basically trained by the Chozo warriors. And that's where the, her suit came from. Very cool. Because at the end of the um, the credits, it shows a little engraving of, two, I think, two Chozos and a tiny girl representing Samus, meaning that Samus was raised by the Chozo. That's a little backstory, yeah. You couldn't make that connection. Of course you couldn't. You're, you're Don. I don't even remember playing the game, to be quite honest. Let's talk about fusion. All right, now we're going. Now we're talking. I'll talk about a good game. Talk about it. Hey, they're all good. Yes, an even better game though. 
Uh, let me see if I can find a link for the bosses. Because now we're going to get into this. I'm already there. I don't even know what you're talking about. You already got the boss link? Okay. Yes. Just want to make sure. All right. Well, then, since we're already talking about bosses, let's just let's just go right on into the fusion bosses. And then we'll get into the story. Actually, let's get into the story, and then we'll get into the bosses. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't. I never know what I'm doing. You, know, you, you, you definitely don't. Well, the story is Samus is infected by something, some virus. And as a result, her suit, parts of her suit become fused to her zero, zero suit, so they can't be removed. Right. And in order to get, uh, excuse me, uh, functionality back, she has to essentially absorb these viruses. Yeah, but the, so they, so this whole thing was a virus thing and they have it on some space station. Yes. And it gets loose. Yes. And your job is to stop it. Kind yes. of. That's what you get. You get a vague idea what you're supposed to do. But like early on that you could tell that the computer was communicating outside. Yes. It's, it, early on, you're given a little cutscene that uh, the computer is talking with an outside source. And you're like, oh, okay, something's up. And I don't know if this computer's out for my whole well-being. Some kind of deus ex illuminati twist. Yeah. So that was that was a tad interesting. I like how they had the different levels. Like you had a, what is it, a water level, ice level? Fire level, all that. Yeah, yep. yeah a dark level. Even though dark level really wasn't all that dark. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I couldn't stand those blue things that would try chase after you. Oh, the, uh, the, yes, the, the blue frozen, um, yeah, X. Yeah, until you get your various suit, you're screwed. I just had to run. Those things hurt. Hurt. Yeah, so you bad. can't, you can't get hit by more than a couple and then you're dead. And you can and you freeze them briefly. I mean, there's so many of them. It's not even, you just have but to you run. Can, you can stun them. You can shoot them and they freeze in place. They don't move. But the problem is you still can't touch them until you have your various suit. Right. Cause you, then you'll just absorb them. So if you if you freeze them, but you've created a wall in front of you, well now you, you have to you gotta wait till you unfreeze them and get them out of the way, or you just plow through them and hope you don't die. Yeah, I've done that a few times and gambled and lost. Yeah, that was uh, a couple times dying, because there's some extra stuff, isn't there? Some uh, there's a bunch of side little rooms that you can get extra storage and stuff. Yes. But they're, they're covered. <laughs> and I was dumb. I didn't, you know, I wanted to get that stuff. I didn't wait to get my suit. So I actually, I had to because I couldn't get past them. I couldn't survive. Well, you had the that. big room. You had the big initial room that you had to jump all the way down and then jump all the way back up. Also, the problem is, is there are a lot of boxes and walls you had to shoot. To, to and clear. some of those contained yes, and they're hidden. the blue guys. You got to figure out which ones don't have a blue guy in them or blue ball or whatever that chases you. But once I I had to give up on the extra side stuff, and then once I actually got the suit, I could walk in there like a boss and just ha- absorb them all. And well, they run away from you after a while. Yeah, at, at first they they were dumb, and they're like they're just running into you, and you're getting health out of them. And then they start running away. Yeah, then they learn the lesson, and I chase them. And shoot them. It's like ah, come here, bitch. Yep, that's that's right. Free health. I liked the uh I, the 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 start of each each. Uh, laboratory each section sector uh you'd have your map room you'd have a save room and a recharge room yep and each different section so you started each section full up ready to go yeah this no one, excuse it, to to enter a section with no health and no right, the recharge room was great yeah you got there was plenty of places to save 
There was the navigation. It seemed like they gave you a lot of story and information about what to do. Yes. You go to the navigation, it would download. You don't even have to go. I think in Zero Mission, you had to go and find a map room to get the map. Yes. And sometimes the map room in Zero Mission, I think, was optional. You could totally miss the map room. Yeah, so you, you could just be wandering around not having a, an idea where you needed to go. But uh, Fusion definitely worked it out. This is where you need to go for what reason and everything. Exactly. I was just about to say that. I, I liked it because he'd say, they tell you, you need to go here. Here's why you need to go here. Not, you need to go here. And then just let you go and not tell you why. Yep, there was all, but yeah, every, it seemed like, it, it seemed like you were making no progress at all, cause every area you went to, you just like, oh, yep, you released more into this other area. Like, remember you cleaned the pipes or the ventilation thing out? Yes. And then like, oh, well that, they already spread to this room, you go there and kill them there. Oh, it's too late. Now you opened up something else, and now you have to constantly be backtracking. Well, it also made sense because, well, they would go into, we don't want to release these locks yet because if we do, then the, then the X will get into those rooms. But then you have to release, release yeah, the locks. Then, then there comes point. points where you are releasing these locks and then the computer gets mad at you and says, well, that wasn't part of the plan. Uh, now you got the viruses all over the place now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got mad because you got some kind of weapon. And it was like, oh, you downloaded this weapon. You, I didn't tell you to do that. <laughs> like you knew that it wasn't on your side it's so so much and was very mouthy it was very mouthy it's a dick yeah it was it was a bit of a dick let's talk about the boss let's get the boss out of the way okay out of the way there's it felt like there's so many of them yeah, there's a lot of bosses and yeah, then and unlike zero mission where you would just come across your powers happenstance the the power your abilities you had to earn you didn't just what? find them you earned them yeah by going to the data rooms. Well, the data rooms and fighting the bosses. Oh yeah, because every you had to almost fight a boss just to get to get the new thing for your suit or whatnot. Was it? No. Oh man, I just remember so many of these damn things. Well, the first these... couple bosses, the um, the little armadillo deal, the big eyeball thing, and the the big snake. eyeball thing just floats down on you. You shoot up into it. That one was no problem. Yeah, that was just super. Yeah, because it just jumps around. You just jump in between it or go on underneath it until it starts floating down. And then that one really didn't have any... That was an easy strategy. What's it? The Xerus X? That was just... That was easy because I found a spot. All the way to the right. Yes. I just stood on the platform and never, it never messed with me. Right. I could hit it uh, when it came by. Yep. I waited till it came by and launched a missile into it. That's face. all I did. And then it would go crazy for a couple of seconds, but who cares? You're not in the way. So all you have to do is, once you get in the room, is run over to the right side, and then you're set. Yep, it'll just leave you alone. You can just wait for it to, to fly on by. The security box, ro the security robot thing was a bit of a pain. Yes. The the problem with me was trying to aim, because I don't, I'd sometimes fat finger the buttons, and I'd end up letting go and fall on top of the robot. Yeah. That was my problem. I kept letting go off of the off of the um, the little chain right. up top. And you can only hit it when it opens up, right? So yes. So yeah. it would open up because I'm, I'm also because it would hop, and when it would hop, it would sometimes knock into you. That's right. And then you'd fall down, and you fall down right onto where it jumps, so you get hit again. And yeah, it's gonna be a pain in the ass. But so then you'd have to walk, or I guess climb over in such a fashion to where you're just out of range of its hop. But close enough to where you can 
you can kind of hustle over to it and shoot into into the center because the legs would get in the way, so you can't diagonally shoot because legs are in the way. Yeah. Now uh, this robot, the same robots in Super Metroid. Yeah, you were telling me about that. And is Super Metroid a completely different game? Yes. Okay. It, well, it's the sure. same. It's the same as the as Zero Mission and and Fusion as far as control setup and whatnot. But it doesn't copy any of the other ones. No. It's its own. It's, okay. It's its own thing. So and that, I might have to get that for the Super Nintendo and play it. You should. It's a good game. Yeah, now that I've played all these, I don't know if I want to play the classic. I mean, because it looks so bad. <laughs> but uh, it looks like it's on Atari. I mean, it looks like, literally like it's on Atari. It was one of the first first games released for Nintendo. I know, but graphically. Oh, it was like one of the first games to come out when the yeah, system like came the first, out. Yeah, the first year the, the system came out. So it's... Maybe that's it, why. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't have a chance to take full advantage of the uh, Nintendo yet. Yeah, because I remember... Ghouls and Goblins had good graphics. I mean, there was a lot of games that had a lot more graphics than what that had. That was like Pong, a little, a little more than Pong. But yeah, the big, the big floating core, the barrier core, that wasn't hard at all. Was no, just, you'd shoot charge beams into it to get rid of the outer layer. Yes, the spider. The spider was uh, uh, devastating to me. That goddamn spider! I hated it, it me- so much. It would pick you up. And just rape you. Yes. And you'd have to fight. I don't know how you could fight to get it out. You just you just wiggle back and forth. I tried, and it, it seemed to hold on to me extra long. And sometimes, <laughs> like I knew, I knew right away. If I, it would pick me up multiple times, like I just get away and it come down and pick me up again. I'm like, come on, this is this is bullshit. Yes. It, it, and then it shoot down the fireballs. So now, what I found is that. It had a pattern similar to those old screensavers where they would bounce around the screen. Hmm. So I found that if I stayed in a corner, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would never grab me. I'd turn into a ball when it would get close enough because you could tell it would, in, it would just inch closer and closer to that corner. So I could tell how many, I guess, laps it was going to do before it got into the corner and then I had to leave. Hmm. So I would just rotate corner to corner. The only problem is when it dropped the fire onto the ground. Go straight to the corners. I'd have to go to the other corner to get away from the fire. Yeah. And hopefully it had finished that lap to where I could just stay in that corner and wait for the next fire run. You got the right idea because I had to look it up online. Uh, and, and yes, going into a ball in the corner, it can't pick you up. Yes. It, but, and there's another problem with it. It was the tough boss regardless even when I had, had a chance stages. to fire on it. That was, yeah. the pr- that was a major problem, because you had the spider stage, and then you had the weird-looking face stage that just bounced and spun all over the place and was just a, a pain. Yes. And then I had trouble had enough the- with the first stage. <clears throat> what was the third one? Yes, and then you had the, 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 the final stage of the, the big weird virus thing, but... It's not it's not like a regular virus because you had to you had to wait for the eyeball to open up. And, and then, then when you shoot the eyeball, it shoot back at you. So you had to be ready for that. So it's hard to dodge that. Yes. You basically had to avoid the first two stages as much from getting hit so you can get hammered on the third stage and still survive. <laughs> yes. That's how I figured it out. Uh now, and the worst thing about this, all the bo- all the boss fights seem to be close to a save state. This one seemed to be the furthest away from it. Yes. So from where I saved, I'd have to transverse a couple hallways and fight these other stupid things. 
just to get to this thing and to die. And then I have to do it all over again. It's not like instant. I have to walk through this, these different levels just to get to it. Now I have a story with this boss. Hmm. Now you know the SAX, the yes. other Samus roaming in the hallways looking for you. Correct. Now when I, you get the space jump here. So you space jump all the way back up to the top and you, you roll into a ball into a little access chute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm not expecting anything, so I, I, I'm I holding left down. I go to the next screen. Oh, God, you didn't go to the safe at the bottom right. I did not know that, no. Uh, I'm holding the left button down, yeah. and I fall through the floor. I'm thinking, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just go to the next room. And then I hear the goddamn SAX music starting. And, I'm, and I literally, I'm panicking. I'm thinking, fuck! So I, and I see it standing in the door. I think, okay, well, maybe it's leaving. No, it's coming back. Fuck. So I, I space jump into the corner thinking, well, maybe if I stay in the corner, it won't save me. Nope, it saw me. And yeah, it this one, you ha- it, it will chase you down. And you have to open doors quickly and bomb stuff quickly. I think your gun can only freeze it for like a second. Yes. That one I had to do several times because well, this, well, right. this isn't the chase part, though. This is. Oh. Yeah, this is before. This is when you you get the space jump, and then you had to roll into a ball, and then you'd fall through the roof into the room where this SAX is. Uh-huh. And if you if you weren't paying attention when you entered the next screen, and you didn't hear the music straight off, then yeah, you're gonna fall through the floor, and it's gonna see you, and it's gonna kill you. Oh wow, you got yourself killed real quick. So I had to fight the boss all over again. Yes, that's BS. Yeah, you I turned the game right off. After. I didn't play it until the next day. I was mad. Oh, I took uh, it, the the spider boss especially took me several times where I had to give up on it for that for that day, or at least for a few hours because I get so frustrated. I'm like, ah, I gotta walk like ten minutes through some <laughs> alleys just to go back here just so this thing could kick my ass again. I was looking online for every kind of strategy. I watched a video of somebody beat it, <laughs> and I'm like, why else. can't I do as good a job as this guy's doing? Now I I love the way they presented the SAX because mm-hmm. every day, the first couple times you see it it's just you're you're in an area where you can't be hurt right like you're under the floor or you're behind a wall somewhere but you the music stops and you just get this this click 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 of it just walking around and you know that it's in the room with you oh it's terrifying Yes. It really and, freaks and, you out. And the way they presented it is just, is just, it was great. I love the way they, they presented it. Just this ultimate badass. Yeah. And it, it would walk into a room and start looking around and then start walking again, or it would reach the wall and start looking at the wall and then leave the room. That was, that is a villain done right. Yeah. And then at one point it does chase you through several rooms and you have to hide behind something. Yes. And I died. I, it, it did take me two times i died on the first time yeah i definitely died a couple times because i was doing everything wrong yeah i thought i could Panicking. hide behind a wall but the problem is you hide you jump over the wall to hide behind it nope it jumps over with you no 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 i know what wall you're talking about if you get there quick enough it won't see you it must have saw you jumping over i guess it did see me jumping over but the second time i jumped over and bombed the wall and then just hid in the wall oh okay so i thought i had to hide in the wall you didn't have to. You just hide behind it, and you're fine. No. Well, not the I, wall that that you jump over. There's another wall on the, all the way to the left. Oh, never mind. That you can bomb. <clears throat> yeah, I guess the first time, I was too slow. The plant core, I don't remember too much. I guess it was that easy. 
It wasn't easy for me at first, but then I found out what platform to stand on, and I could shoot that pollen stuff out of the air and then focus launching as many missiles as possible. And that'll give you a couple seconds before you have to shoot the pollen. If you don't pay attention to the pollen, you're screwed. It'll knock you into the It'll plants. It'll knock you mm-hmm. off into the plants. And, but the thing didn't attack you. You just had to... You had to oh, actually, it, it had different stages. The second stage, it would launch these like three laser beams. Yes, and that's where you get and the it plasma would, beam. It, it would launch it to the, at the top, and it would launch it on the bottom. So you'd be shooting missiles at it, and, and you can't shoot wherever it's launching the lasers at. You have to aim for the other section of it. Yes. So that was kind of a pain because you're constantly jumping and crouching to to avoid the laser beams as as you're fighting it. But that but luckily the pollen's gone at that stage. You're just focusing on fighting the lasers. Yes. So that was easier for the second stage. Of course, the third stage is a giant ball that you have to kill. But once I figured out the strategy, it wasn't that bad. Now, before you fight Nightmare, you actually see it in the background in one of the levels. It flew by, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a shadow that that would fly by. Yep. And I think they named it right. That thing is a nightmare to try to beat. God, it was so strong. And this has, like, three different things that it does. Yes. My only strategy, the only thing I was able to do to get it, was I'd stand right underneath that damn thing, launching missiles up on it. And then it would, uh, its second wave, you have to hit a specific missile thing on the bottom of it. Its second wave, it, it messes with gravity. Yes. And your missiles don't go far. So I waited till it came down close enough and then launched missiles at it. But I was getting hit by it all the time. You can't, you can't avoid it. It's flying into you like constantly doing damage. That was the first way I tried mm-hmm. was just, just standing under it. Getting pummeled, but also pummeling it with missiles. Yes. While the gravity was going. But the third, the third just... time, is it's the toughest. Yes. You have to hit the face. So you have to climb up on the, the left side of the wall and aim over to it. Yes. And it's coming at you slowly. So I launched I hit that button as fast as I could, putting <laughs> missiles into its face. Because once it goes past that point, it starts flying around the room for a minute. And I cannot dodge this thing, no matter how hard I tried. Tried jumping over it, tried all this stuff. You have to use a space jump and fly around the room. I was terrible with the space jump. <laughs> I swear, it's like my it's like my Game Boy Advance is broken. Like, see, I, we it, we need to live stream Don's playing of games. Because I'm like, why can't it work? I have to hit it perfectly, just right to get my jumping in space to continue. If not, I just fall to the ground. I should be able to just spam that button and and fly all over. <laughs> nope, doesn't work like that. Got to time it. Don doesn't know how to Metroid. No, I definitely don't. But I love the game. It's that drooly face nightmare. Oh, stand up. <laughs> well, you feed the, bot, the, the the security bot for the second time is just more the same. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was just as tough though. I think maybe you could hit it on the ledge, like all the way to the left or the right. You could not even have to use that top portion. If I'm thinking right. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think that might be how I defeated it. Or I aim sideways down it, so I wouldn't have to be right above it. I just, like, aim sideways, hanging down, shooting at it from a little bit of a distance. 
And then you fight uh, Ridley again. Honestly, I thought it was cake. Yeah, I thought it was cake, too. Just blasted it with missiles. Yeah, it didn't ha- take much at all. If it picks you up, I think you can keep hitting it with missiles. That's what I did. I just said, okay, fine. You want to you wanna hug me? Fine. I'll just shoot just missiles in your face. in as many muscles as possible. Yeah, that one wasn't, wasn't bad at all. Now, what about the SAX? The final that was, showdown. That was the toughest. That was the toughest boss. I uh, I gotta admit, I thought it was pretty damn easy. I was rather disappointed because what I remember originally was that I died countless times to it. But I found out the secret by accident on this playthrough. Man, what was that? Stay on the fucking ground. Do not jump around. I saw someone do that, but I could not replicate. <laughs> no, you, I, all I would do, I, I'd stay on the ground, blast it with um, with missiles and charge beams. Or not missiles, ju- just the charge beams. But it would screw attack into you if you tried to jump over it and stuff. It would... It was no, uh, what it would do. It would charge to, towards me, and then I would jump over it. It would jump, but it would jump too late. So then I just run to the other side of the room. So you wait until it, it got okay. Yeah, Maybe, and then yeah. I just blast it with more charge beams, and then just repeat the process back and forth, back and forth. I had a different strategy that was a pain in the ass. I, I jumped on the platforms, you know, on the ones above. It, so it's jumping after you. Yes. So I jump on those two platforms to get it to follow me, and then I jump down, go all the way to the left. And stand there charging. So when it just shows up on the screen chasing behind me, Why aren't me, I you bla- charging while you're jumping? Let's say I'm fully charged the entire time I'm jumping. I'm okay. charged, okay? I get to my area on the left just before the jumping on the platforms and stand there. Once he comes on screen, I blast him and then I do the, I repeat the process. Holy crap, that's the slowest wave. I know. And, and sometimes he would, it sometimes is like he knew what I was doing and he'd land in a weird spot and started blasting me and I'd be all befuddled. <laughs> And like, and I died so many times on this guy. This guy was harder than the spider by I th- far. I think the first time I played, I I took your approach, and that's how I, I ended up dying a bunch of times. You just stay I couldn't on the ground, stay on the ground. Anywhere. I couldn't stay on the ground. We were jumping into each other. We were like a bunch of buffoons, <laughs> except he had more health. I couldn't help it. He was wiping me out on the ground. But the big old metro mega Metroid thing that kind of pisses me off too because. You don't get a chance to save after you beat the SAX. No, you don't. And the SAX was brutal for me. So <laughs> when I get to this Omega Metroid thing, I said, oh, I hope to God this thing's easy and I can actually defeat it without... I studied ahead. Once I got to it, I paused the game. Oh, come on now. I couldn't. No, I didn't want to lose to this thing. So you already knew that it was going to swipe at you, knock you down to one health, and... No, I didn't know that. Oh, so it swiped at you. You had one health left, and you are probably panicked. Because now you're stuck on the ground, you can't move. Yeah, and then the then the SAX comes in and saves me a little bit. But then I still have to fight the damn thing. I'm like, oh, I gotta fight a, two bosses in a row with no save? <laughs> I can just I'm imagine like, what's going through your mind at this point. I was losing my mind. So, luckily, it's pretty retarded. And yes. I was able to kill it. And you get everything full health, full missiles, and everything from the SAX. Yeah, so you just blast it with your with your ice beam. That's it. I was so I felt so good after beating it. The game, I oh, oh my god, it, just just a lifelong accomplishment. Yeah, I think playing again, I bet I could beat the SAX easily. Doing your method, if I jump properly when it only is charging at you, I might be able to jump it and get it to delay jump and get all screwed up. Because I saw a YouTube video of people doing it too, but I just couldn't. I could not get it to work. 
stay on the ground. Don't go anywhere. I, I think I think the spider would still be a pain ass no matter how many times it put. Yeah, it I think the spider, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Nightmare, I could figure out to where, to where I could might get hit a few times, but the spider, yeah, that's no, not happening. No, that's going to be the hardest boss. Yeah. Because he's when uh, on the second phase when he's doing the face flip thing around all the time, you have to it's wait over, yeah. until he stops flipping around. So then you could shoot a missile at him. That's right. But you don't know when that's going to happen because it's random. So it his, sometimes it'll, he'll spin around the room for thirty seconds before he finally calms down. Yeah, that that was the toughest boss probably. Yeah, all the bosses weren't slouches. There were some. Bosses you could take advantage of in the beginning, and then they all of them started getting hard. And the game said, "Okay, we've uh, playtime's over." And this didn't have a. I think on zero mission you had options on how what level you wanted to play it on. Yes, I played on normal on zero mission. And this one just had. That's all it had was one level. <laughs> I think uh, Super Metroid's the same way, just one level. Yeah, I played zero mission on easy because I'm a big puss, but. Uh, so I wasn't prepared for <laughs> for playing a normal Metroid. Are you saying the original game's brutal? It is. It is pretty bad. I'll play. I'll play Super Metroid. Definitely. I'll play the Super Nintendo version. Well, maybe we'll do that after after Crisis Core. Yeah, I mean it's such a great game. I didn't. I didn't think we would have anything to go over with it. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be dumb. I'm not. I'm gonna buy these games and hate them because they're not RPGs and. Uh, now, when sure. have I steered you wrong yet? Every game I've told you to play has been good. I'm trying to think if you recommended a game I did not like. I wanted you to play Mass Effect 1, and you enjoyed that one. Did you get me into that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, that you got, yeah, you definitely got that one right. And then Metroid. Uh, Golden Sun. Recommended Golden Sun. You enjoyed Golden Sun. Yeah. Wow. That was shockingly good. Actually, almost every Game Boy Advance we've played has been great. I'd like to do Fire Emblem at some point. I haven't even heard of that one. So there's another um, uh, Final Fantasy-style RPG. But Speaking of Final Fantasy, we need to end up doing, um, was it 2? Two? Two, the SNES 2 at some point. See, 2 I've played so many times through. I think I've beaten it more than 7. But I want to do the, the SNES version with the original difficulty on the moon, not the Game Boy Advance, because I think the Game Boy Advance is easier. Yeah, I got both of them. I got the Super Nintendo and the Game Boy one, so... I actually found a box of Final Fantasy IV Advance that I did not know I had. Huh. Yeah, so I now have both the Game Boy Advance boxes to Final Fantasy IV and Final Fantasy, I think it's six. It's in the closet, I don't feel like looking. But for the box for four, it's, it's pretty beat up. Yeah, you, you, you dip everything you own in a layer of acid. <laughs> I, see, I don't, I don't ever remember buying it, so. I don't know where it came from. Apparently, it's been at someone's house who had a dog, and they chewed the top off. Oh, yeah. That happened to all my Ghostbuster toys. I was big into Ghostbusters as a kid. A lot of people were into Ninja Turtles at the time. It was a big thing. Your Lassie dog chewed them up? Not, not, no, not Casey. Before before that dog. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I had another dog that was uh, just a rebel. Like, it did its own thing. And yeah, it tore it tore into my toys. So they had like they looked like they had melted faces and everything. <laughs> they were all beat up. Fucking dogs. I know, right? A staple with all of the Metroids is the escape from the exploding whatever. Wait, what's this? 
every Metroid has you escaping from some exploding something. Yeah, zero we're on mission the clock. you had yeah zero mission you were on the clock to escape from other brain and then to escape from uh mecha Ridley and uh fusion you were you were on the clock to escape from the um s a x because that started the timer so then you had to while you're fighting omega metroid you had to um you you also had the timer to to keep it in consideration hmm. oh with super metroid I'm not gonna spoil it for you. But the um, those Metroids you fought in Zero Mission, mm-hmm. they get bigger. And there's what, one massive... What Metroids I fought in Zero Mission? What are you talking about? The, those big... Oh, the ones where you, thi- where you have to run away from them? Yeah, the yeah. brain slug looking things. Okay. The, we're, we're not brain slug, but they would, uh, they'd attach to you and drain you of your energy. Oh, those little tiny things. No, not that... God, uh, God damn it. I'm confused on what you're talking about. I hate you so much. You're talking about those little things that would attach to your body and no. you have to bomb them off. Well, well, that's what it sounds like you're talking about. The little th- I wouldn't call them little. I don't know why that fucking link is so massive. It's 8,000 miles long. Wow. The stupid Google Images link. Here, there, let me get you a better link. Yeah, do you have one that actually... <laughs> do you have an actual in-game picture of it? Hang I'm on. Just, uh, just seeing a design art of it doesn't help me. <sighs> it's just pissing me off. Oh, God, Mr. Aggressive. Mr. Passive. <laughs> I don't want to be Mr. Pink. Ah, you're Mr. Pink. <laughs> what can I be, Mr. White? See, uh, see you know, the problem is you type in Metroid, and it just brings up all the game images, except mm-hmm. for the actual thing that you're looking for. Oh. Well, as I look for... Oh, here it is. There we go. They, they'd come out from behind the, um, f- from the background. They'd sort of mm-hmm. phase in and then start chasing you. It's the top right. Oh, God, yeah. Now imagine those. Oh, wait a minute. This is Super Metroid. Is it? Yeah, these are su- all the Super Metroid characters. This looks like, uh. I think it's a mixture of Zero, Mission. Zero Mission and Super Metroid. Okay. But yeah, the, the, the top left, or the top left, top right. That's a Metroid, and they get, I shouldn't say they, there is one that just becomes huge and massive, about the size of Kraid. Jesus, you gotta it, fight it? It's like a boss? It does attack you. Hmm. And what's yeah, cool no. is, leading up to it, you'll go through a room, and the room is nothing but sand, and the enemies are sand, and you touch the enemies and they crumble, because they've been sucked to death, basically. Oh, wow, freaky. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm looking it. forward to it. I definitely want to play it now. I'll have to get it. Hopefully, it's not some ridiculous price. Uh, Super Metroid's pretty pricey. I think it's around about twenty bucks on eBay. All right, twenty bucks is fine. It's less than what it was new. So, uh, to get Super Metroid, the, now this was five years ago because I was actually in a bidding war with this one because I wanted it that bad. With the box and structure manual and everything in mint condition, about seventy bucks. I had to bail out at sixty. That was all. Yeah. Why did you want? Why did you want all the box and everything? Because that's worth money. Yeah, it might not be in the future though. What are you? You're trying to invest? It's not an investment. It's a collection. Holy crap! These go for quite a lot more than twenty bucks. What are they running for? Uh, Well, they start out at forty. Just the cartridge? Yeah. And let's see here. Oh, Oh, actually, I see one for thirty-three bucks. I'm looking at the sold listings. 33 35 bucks. Yeah. 
Some of them people paid fifties. I see Super Metroid complete in box with me, with the poster, the manual, the yeah, it was like seventy five. Seventy five bucks. Buy it now. Yeah. Yep. So it doesn't really change. I mean, I mean, come on, you don't need all that stuff. You just want the game. You're not gonna put it in the original box. Most original boxes are all torn to hell. That's why it's so rare to get a complete. In. I mean, unless you were collecting collecting every single game or trying to put a complete collection together. I guess you could do that. But nowadays, that would be impossible. It would be co- it would cost too much. Oh, it's up to you if you want to buy it. I think... Dude, I bought I bought Earthbound for 80 bucks. Just the cartridge. I think I have Super Metroid, but it's in Ohio. Yeah. You know, had you gone to Grove City for your winter vacation, I might have told you to stop over at my dad's place. Go to the basement and look in a box in this corner because it has all my stuff in it. And I think that's where the Super Metroid game would be. Damn. Don't matter. I'll, I'll buy it. I mean, sure. I'll look and see if I can find a good deal on some place like eBay or whatever. I'll try to find. I'll probably emulate it and live stream it. Yeah. Now, so that one Earthbound I paid like eighty bucks for, which I thought, oh god, I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, they go for like a hundred and thirty and up. <laughs> It's like ridiculous. Earth I, for, for eBay is ridiculous. You and it's not a deal. That's not a deal at all. It's it's the concept of winning. That's that's what it is. You're winning. So now something. somebody sells some. It's like some idiot buys something on eBay for like a ridiculous price, and that's the standard now. So now everybody puts that as the standard, and, and a bunch of people pay it. Yeah. Standard used to be eighty some bucks for Earthbound. Now it's in ridiculous territory. Yeah, I'm seeing one fifty now. Yep, there's some one fifty ones. That's just cartridge. You have a complete in the th- box thing. It's like seven hundred. Earthbound Super Nintendo game plus the guidebook, one seventy seven. There's three days left of bidding, and there's been twenty three bids made on it. Yeah, God, people were obsessed. I don't understand. I really didn't care too much for Earthbound. I know. You didn't like it. I thought it was a great game. And I think you would have loved it if you played it back in the day. I think the nostalgia would have put it over the top. Holy fuck. I don't hear anything through my windows. And now I'm hearing my neighbors. It's goddamn 12 o'clock in the morning. What are they doing over there? They must be just well, plastered. Wait, you're telling me they're... Oh, oh, yeah, it is midnight at your time. Yeah. And they're just... Um, I guess. See, I'm not going to go outside, because if I go outside, they're going to hear me say, Hey, Derek, come on over here and have a beer with us. Yeah, don't do that. I'll just throw my... So when I take out the trash tonight, I'll just put it in the garage. Dude, dude, dude. Earthbound, empty box only. The giant box that came in? $250. Are people bidding on it, or is that a buy it No, now? it was a buy it now sold. Oh, wow. It looks like it's in mint condition, but no game, no inner tray, no guide. Just the outer box. Wow. As very good condition with minor wear plus a small sticker on the bottom. Bottom. So it's not mint. 250 bucks. What nutcase? How rich could somebody be to spend 250 bucks for a box? I think you better be, con- you better consider yourself lucky having Earthbound then because in about five years it sounds like this thing's gonna be selling cartridge alone for about 300 bucks. Good. It's an investment. I'll sell that puppy once it gets up to a thousand. <laughs> it's crazy that people would pay that. That is insane. I wonder what Chrono Trigger's running for. I don't know. What, those have always been 40s or 50s, right? Uh, I'm seeing 60s. Oh, hold on, let me look at completed listings. Oh, yeah, you gotta always look at completed. 
Why is there so many Japanese copies of Chrono Trigger on I eBay? don't know, and it's kind of annoying. 75? Oh. And I paid, I think, 40 Six, for my copy of Chrono Trigger? 66, yeah, I think I paid 40s. Well, Final Fantasy VI. Because I have, I have the trifecta of Final Fantasy two, three, and Chrono Trigger. I could probably sell all three of them and get 300 bucks out of it. As a as a package thing, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're talking forties. Yeah, there was one for thirty. Uh, nah, it's thirty. It's low thirties. It's mid thirties. Yeah, you're talking thirties, maybe forties. Why aren't the images loading for me? eBay's slow. Yeah, I got a I got a lot of. Uh, I mean, almost my entire collection is is uh, RPGs for the Super Nintendo. And I just offloaded a bunch of RPGs now, so... If I could find a worthwhile contest that a lot of people would participate in, I'd probably consider giving up one of the uh, either Final Fantasy III or Chrono Trigger cartridge. But I was actually considering doing it for the for last year's contest. However... For about the last seven months, only two people were participating. So I said, well, that's not really, not really worth it for, to, for me to give away those two games. Do you think we're going to give another, we're going to do another contest? Not a whole year long one though, but yeah, I would like to do another contest. Uh, you can get tracking with everything for about 15 bucks. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like four bucks for just a cart. And apparently there was a Draken 2. For the Super Nintendo. It's just all about your dragon. It's called Dragon View, and those go for like 25 Ooh. 30, 30 bucks for just the cart. That's pretty pricey. That's like Final Fantasy territory. Big spender. Why is there a dragon in a black cartridge? Oh, somebody spray painted that or something stupid. Yeah, you gotta be careful too buying on eBay now. Buy any cartridge on eBay because you gotta make sure that you're not buying a, a bootleg copy or one of the Japanese copy or Chinese copies. Yeah, you gotta see, you gotta be careful. You gotta look at the history on the sellers. Because I, I've seen several of those Chinese uh, hacked copies where it's basically somebody just programmed a ROM board and then slapped some shitty ass plastic around it and a non standard sticker. Well, there, there's people out there, there, there's companies out there that make Super Nintendo games still, like different versions of the originals. I know. And they're pricey. But they have they have the same looking cart and everything, and they got the you know the nice sticker art and all that. I don't see how it's, how that's legal, but yeah, who knows if it is. I mean, cause if I was that company, you know what game I'd start make? I'd start pumping out huh. Nintendo World Championship carts. Well, obviously, <laughs> there's only been like what ten of those or something stupid. I think it's like a hundred. They're they're well, they're numbered too. So anybody who actually knows anything about those carts would realize anything past a certain number is a fake. Yeah, and they're outrageously... Like $15,000. It's just amazing that somebody would have that kind of money for for a video game. Now, I've you heard... Think, like, you have to be pretty much set for life. you got to be living in a mansion. you got to be having whatever car you want if you're going to drop $15,000 on a video game. Yes. Now, I've heard that some people have gotten lucky at garage sales or, say, estate sales, where it, somebody has just a box of Nintendo games... And they didn't really go through it, so somebody will start thumbing through it, and they'll find the gold cartridge and think, "Oh, maybe that's a Zelda." Pull it out, 
and see the white sticker Nintendo World Championships, turn it over and see the, the dip switches on the back and walk away with $20,000 cart that they only paid a dollar for. If that was me, you'd be sweating. You'd be, you'd I would be, be sweating profusely as I you'd, checked out. You would, you you try to offer too much and make it like I'll give you five bucks for it. Like five bucks. For I, I probably slap down. Here, here's ten. Well, here's your change. No, no, like, you just keep the change. I'm not really interested. I'm gonna go home now. Now you gotta play it dumb. You gotta say, I'll take. How about a buck? I'm gonna have to play for a buck. Yeah, that's the only place to get like deals. You can't get them at pawn shops. You can't get them online. You literally have to go out and find it in some weird ass garage sale or something. Yeah. Or people are just getting rid of their old kids' crap that doesn't live there anymore, and this is the games you left behind, and you could go through them and say, oh, okay, this game's a $60 game, and you could just clean up. There are people that do that. That is their living. They go through garage sales, estate sales. They're looking for for silver, uh, like silver um, plateware and dinnerware and, and whatnot. Uh, gold, uh, people that, that don't know any better. Also looking for, uh, I, I think there's a, a Super Nintendo model. No, it's the Nintendo model. I want to say it's the one 100 model, which they only made like 50 of. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that particular model is very expensive because that was the first production model. Hmm. But it has Weird. to work. If it doesn't work, it's useless or worthless, I mean. Uh, they, yeah, there are people that they're, they make a living just going from to estate sales, garage sales. Uh, you get the, uh, they even made a, a TV show off the storage lockers that, that people don't pay money on and they, they go up to auction. Oh, yeah, they got multiple TV shows on that garbage. Yeah. They got all the American Picker shows and all. Yeah, I understand there's money to be made. I think you have to work really hard to get by with that. Like, it's not you like they're cleaning up. They, you ha- you you can't just know one subject matter. You have to be well versed in everything that usually goes on at a garage sale. Yeah, so you can just sell anything and their whatever their shops are. Yeah, well, you have to walk into a place and instantly notice. Okay, that's an old Coke Coca Cola um, uh, advertisement Trump, thing, yeah, yeah. or or wall hanger. Uh, I can eyeball it from here. It's made of aluminum, uh, according to the thing. According to whatever paint scheme, okay, that's from the 1950s, uh, blah, 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 blah. You have to be able to look at something and just instantly know, okay, that's made this out of that, and it's yeah, worth it probably seems, about it's 50 just bucks. Too, it's too stressful, because you, you have to, you never know if you're gonna, you could make a killing one month yeah. and then barely be living. I couldn't do it. No, I would definitely not be able to. There's way too much information for me to know. I like knowing information, but that's just way too much for me to know. Mm-hmm. I think we're done about uh, Metroid, though. <laughs> I think we've been done since we got on this tangent. I'm impressed. Two hours show. You're kidding me. I wonder how much of that is just silence and garbage. I thought we were wow. looking at maybe 45 minutes to, to an hour at most. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to have much to talk about, but there's a lot to talk about of uh, the bosses and everything. It was it, great games. I yeah. Couldn't I, recommend them more. I'll probably pay, play them again in a couple months. I'll yeah, I might have to go out and buy Super Metroid. I'll have to think about it. No, if not, you can always emulate it and buy it later. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You've got your, uh, your Xbox 360 controller now. So it would be even better if you emulated it. You could buy it, but still emulate it. And then you can live stream it, 
and then people mm. can see just how much bad you are at a game, and you just want to break. I it don't want to. I don't want to. People already know from the podcast <laughs> that I I break games and I'm terrible and I just suck in general. So I don't want to. I don't want to broadcast that everybody. We should. We we do need a live stream. Well, I'll, I'll live stream it on my end. You don't have to do anything but uh, playing payday and how you just like to on the bank job. How you'll just sit in a window and get tore up. Oh no! What? Uh, that's a, that never happened. You I, always I you would stand in the goddamn window shooting at all the cops, but you'd never take any cover, so you would just get tore to shit. Okay, maybe I would need help up every. With so the first often. five minutes, you're down to fifty percent health already. Well, come on! I get it's it's I get in heated battle mode. I'm you know I'm robbing a bank here. I I, <laughs> I, I can't I can't feel the bullets, so I'm kind of not paying attention so much. You go back and play it again, though. And play some more. I gotta finish. I don't know. What's the next game we're playing? Uh, Crisis Core. And this was originally for PlayStation Portable. Wow. The PSP. It's gonna be good graphically. I thought the PSP games looked like crap. No, it looks real good. All right. You'll see. Uh, I'm gonna have oh, to. You sh- said this was. Right. This next one's gonna be a two-parter, maybe. Yeah, I think we're gonna do a two-parter on it. Well, hell, we could have made a two-parter out of goddamn Metroid. Look at how long we're running. Ah, uh, yeah. This is a bit successive. Successive? Yeah. Excessive? No, it's excessive. Because okay. we're succeeding at being excess- excessive. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. I can't talk. I'm sorry. So one of the, I chalk that up to one of the things I can't do. Can't play games right, and I can't talk when we're doing the podcast. Nope. <clears throat> you'll, you'll see how good Crisis Core is in a few minutes. I'll have to set up the, the emulator for you. Oh my God! Yeah. How about we do that now? Yeah, let's. Well, let's finish the show. I'm not gonna. Well, of course. Okay, I didn't want to just drag it out. We should just have a ten-hour show where it's just our entire day playing games in front of the <laughs> computer. Both of us have the day off. We just sit around, BS, and playing all these different games. Ugh. Can you imagine how we just have a recording of us babbling? I, I couldn't do that because usually I I'll, I'll play a game for about forty-five minutes and I'll get up and start wandering around the house and doing things. And I'll come back down, sit down, start playing games again, get back up, do more things. You better, I, 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 don't, I don't think you do anything. I think you walk and you just stare at a wall. <laughs> you just go into there into the uh, kitchen and you'll forget what you wanted to eat and you just stand. I've there actually for a done that. There's been several times I'll walk into the kitchen and I'll start looking around, thinking, "Why the fuck am I in here?" And I'll go back in the bedroom and sit down. I was like, "Oh God damn it! I have to get back up." Because I just remembered. It's the drugs. I think the drugs has done a lot of the thing. And the ADD. I don't... I'm not on drugs. But you're... you're uh, you got the ADD thing. Yes, I do have the ADD thing. No, you can't fight that. Can't fight it. If, the, if, if it was a life and death thing where you had to be mission critical <laughs> on it, like focused, I think you'd die. No, no. I, th- I think it'd be important enough to where I'd just focus solely on the mission. You'd hope. I'd hope. Well, there's been others. Uh, I had a couple of stressful. I wouldn't call them stressful, more of an annoyance. Uh, mm-hmm. Situations at work, They're like fire alarms going off. Yeah. So for the next solid hour to two hours, I'm dealing with that nonsense. Plus the fire department and everything else. They just go off for random reasons, stuff. Yeah, you, the fire the fire alarms are known to go off for just no reason at all. And it must be annoying to be a firefighter and just have to constantly respond for uh, bullshit. I don't requests. like. I don't like telling firefighters when they show up. Sorry, because they want a fire. They want a, a fire. They want to do their jobs. Yeah, the, and it, it, having a firefighter come into a building when there's no fire and they see you. I mean, they still have to inspect the building and walk through it because that's what they're supposed to do. It's part of fire code or whatnot. 
but you could just tell in her face that they are pissed. And if it's two in the morning, oh, dear God, don't even talk to them. Yeah, because they're all tired and they got like a hundred pounds of gear on. Yep, they you they got yanked out of bed. They're coming out with hundred pounds of gear on. It, it ninety degrees outside in Florida weather. They have those big ass fucking jackets on. They're walking through the building and they are pissed. The, I think well, you have to like the job for one. I mean, I would I would hate doing the job because it'd be so much work and everything. But the, I think the one thing that they really get they are lucky on is apparently they they cook like animals. Yes. Like at their fire department, they have like amazing meals. That's just what I've heard. Yes. Because they're basically living there for the most part. Um, they have 48 on and 24 off shifts. So they're yeah. there at the station for two days straight and then they get a day off. I yeah, think that's so how it works. I mean, I used to see them going in their fire truck to the grocery store or whatever and getting tons of food. Yeah, I've always wondered how that works. If they, they just have a, Two grocery carts full of food, and then say a two alarm fire comes in. I guess they'd stop, drop everything. And <laughs> they go. just leave two full grocery sure, carts why not? in Somebody the middle of the aisles away. as they're hauling yeah, ass I'm out. Sure, they going. would. <laughs> I wonder if we have any firefighters listening to the show. Fill us in and let us know. Of course, because people are dying possibly when they when they have a call. <laughs> they have to kind of be on it. You just see you, behind two uh, two firefighters in the looking at rice. And all of a sudden, you hear their radios blare, and they just leave the carts in the middle of the aisle, and they're just hauling ass out of the store. I would think so. I would think that not that not something is wrong. That there's a fire that they had to go to. I'm thinking that there's something wrong in the aisle, and possibly wrong in the cart. And I need to get the fuck out of that lane. <laughs> uh, you just want to run with them, like like everybody's <laughs> running away from disaster. It's like, apparently there's something in this store that has spooked them, so I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, they know something like it's going to blow up in five seconds, and they're not going to tell anyone, and they're just going to run out. Of course not. Yeah, sure. Well, they've done these different experiments on people before. Like, if you, like, let's say they get, like, ten people to stand in line in front of a, a store before it opens in the morning, like... The line will grow. People will start standing in front of this restaurant or store or whatever because they think they're gonna. There's a reason for it. They have no idea why they're in line, <laughs> but they think there's some deal that these other ten people are. Because it's fun. They'll do that. They'll do it. So everybody at, are standing there, right? The ten people I are, think are standing there waiting. Before, but go, but yeah, yeah we have, haven't we? And then, like, you get a, a bunch of more people in line behind them, and then the t- the front ten people just walk away, like randomly, like they don't, you know, they all just scatter, like they don't care anymore, and it just like it totally confuses everybody. No, I, I I think we've talked about this getting getting about ten people, and they everybody's looking up into a tree. Everybody look up into a tree in a crowded area, and then you'll start having a crowd gather, mm-hmm. and then having those people just instantly somebody say, "Oh shit!" and then everybody just scatter, and then the people who aren't <laughs> in on it. Just freeze deer in the headlight look like, what the fuck? Why is everybody running? That's a great thing, because everybody... Ah, uh, that is uh, a fun just experiment. Just herd mentality, cattle mentality. Yeah, they, they don't know what's going on. They don't want to miss out on anything. Ah, oh, fucking humans. Why, why do we have to be so dumb? I don't know. We are very dumb. <laughs> For where we're at with all this technology and stuff, we are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak, speaking of dumb, I am done. That's not really a segue. Okay, shut yeah, up. I think we're, I think we're done now.
Yeah, so we're just babbling on about nothing now. It's just I know. Right. God, what a what a long show! I yes. didn't. I think this would be a throwaway bit, but man, we'll just leave it all in there. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna do any anything. I'll put music in or whatever, but that'll be pretty much it. Bunch of babble. Yep. Oh Jesus Christ! I've been yawning the whole the whole show. Nice. Teach me to not do a show without coffee. I got the next Ugh. two days off. This hardly ever happens. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Here we go again, babbling some more. Jesus fuck. Yeah, you well, drinking coffee in the middle of the night is probably not a good idea. I have gone over to 7-Eleven just for some coffee. In the, the middle of the night? Yeah, in the middle of the night. The problem is, I have to know who's on duty when I go to 7-Eleven. I'll pull up to the 7-Eleven. If I see a certain person in there, I know fresh coffee hasn't been made. And the coffee that's sitting there is hours old. Oh, there's people. You you go there enough to know. Yes, I know who's on top of things and who's actually doing their job and who's just lazy fuck. Jesus. I gotta know these things. Yeah. Can see. Unless the place I'm going to work at has coffee, provides coffee, then I just won't stop and I'll get coffee at work. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's a cool story. Uh, much much like the we, uh, the dryer stories. Yeah, and the air conditioning, the air conditioning story. I still have. I think you should post it, but only post oh. the forums. Don't don't make yeah, it an official thing. Know. Yeah, I could do that. Well, shit, shit. Indeed, that, I'm done. That, 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 I'm stopping this before it goes on for three hours. All right, bye, bye.